Welcome to the Hammer Lane, a private podcast dedicated to the employees of Enterprise Transportation. Your host and Vice President of Trucking, Casey Teague, will cover topics that are important to you, our favorite employee. Posted once a month, we hope you find this podcast informative and somewhat entertaining. From interviews answering your questions, we'll try and cover all that's relevant to our business. If you have questions you'd like addressed, email them to thehammerlane at eprod.com. That is, again, thehammerlane at eprod.com. Now, let's get into the show. All right, guys, welcome to episode one, season three of the, the Hammer Lane. Man, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to 2024. Another season of the Hammer Lane and your podcast. I can't believe we've been doing this. This is the third year that we're doing it, third season. And uh, we're opening the season 2024 with some excitement. Um, I don't know where you are in the world right now, but where we are, we just survived the snowpocalypse here in Houston. It was cold, man. It the winter blast. They they said it was coming, and it it did. Uh, but uh, I think we all survived. And how did you do? Did you do okay? Oh yeah. yeah. None of my plants died this year. Oh yeah. I hope all our plants died. <laughs> I hate the plants. But uh, man, I know there's other parts of the country that experience a lot colder weather than than we have over the past few days, but. I'm not equipped for the cold weather. That's why I live in Texas. Yep. I need like two days of cold weather a year. That's it. Yeah. That's all it takes. And and usually, like Chad and I were up in uh, Farmington, New Mexico. We went to, flew into uh, Durango uh, over the, it was just before Christmas. And man, what a beautiful place. I mean, the the mountains, it it did snow on us on our way out. Um, We, I don't know what way we went, but we ended up on a dirt road for about 30 miles. And uh, fortunately, they gave us a Tahoe that was four-wheel drive. It was a beautiful black Tahoe. By the time I turned it in, it was caked in mud. It was a, it was a disaster. But anyway, it was really pretty there in, uh, in both New Mexico and Colorado. And you know, I went home telling my wife, I was like, all right, let's, let's think about maybe retiring to, to the mountains of Colorado. Then it gets cold like this. Ugh. Then I have to rethink, no, may, maybe we'll retire to the lake, something like that. I'm a water guy. Yep. Yeah, I think me Give too. me a beach. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, me too. I wanted to open up 2024 in our first podcast episode with a, with a particular guest who I've just been conversing with, uh, but we've been missing each other, and he finally nailed me down and – he places session on our calendars, and so here we are. We're knocking this one out. Today is January the 18th, uh, and it is a Thursday, uh, Friday Eve. So uh, we're getting this thing knocked out, and I, I hope uh, hope you guys had a great uh, Christmas holiday and, and New Year and got recharged and ready to go because I think uh, 2024 is going to be exciting. It's a new year. We have some new faces around trucking. Um, while we bid farewell to some, specifically Jimmy Hobdy, uh, you guys know Jimmy. He's he's been in trucking for uh, quite some time. I think it was about ten years, mm-hmm. and um, he has moved on to bigger and better things. Yes, Jimmy is still at Enterprise, uh, so uh, he is hobnobbing with the the C suite on the 18th floor, and uh, he I see him every every Friday at the 
Senior Leader Safety Conference or Safety Council. Um, so he runs that meeting and, and puts that together. And as we bid farewell to Jimmy, uh, we welcome uh, Patrick. Patrick Rorden is our new safety manager. Some of you guys have probably already met him. You've been out and about mm-hmm. for a little bit, huh? Yeah, I've been everywhere except I haven't made it out to Farmington yet. Oh, okay. Well, let me know when you go. I'd like to go check it out. <laughs> Not in the winter. Yeah. Right. In the summertime. Um, but, uh, yeah, I was, I was just up there. That's a, that's a really neat place. we got some good guys up there. Um, so I know some of you have probably gotten to see uh, and meet um, Patrick as he's kind of, I guess, looking at the lay of the land, and you've been feeding from the fire hose a little bit, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's been fun. <laughs> yeah, that's that's great. So welcome to the team, Patrick. Thank you. Um, take take just a few minutes and give us your background. Where are you from? What do you like to do? Sure. So so I'm from the Houston area. Um, grew up down the, ro- down the way in uh, Friendswood. And then um, went off to school, went to a couple different schools across Texas um, after after high school, and uh, ended up down in Corpus Christi. I love Corpus. I love being uh, close to the to the water to go fishing and, yeah. and close to the outdoors to go hunting. Yeah, right, those are those are my two main hobbies. Um, but I ended up down there. I uh, went to the uh, Del Mar Fire Academy, graduated from the fire academy, and was a firefighter for about seven or eight years. Well, I don't uh, think I knew that. Yep, down a refinery terminal fire company. Based out of Corpus Christi down there, I worked for them for for a while. Okay. Yep. And so um, I was there for a little bit. Uh, I actually got my CDL. I had a CDL for for seven or eight years. Hey, there you go, yep. guys. Yeah. So I drove a tractor, I think three times. Yeah. So we had we had a flatbed. Well, we had two tractors and two flatbeds to haul around some foam. Right. So we had totes of foam, okay. uh, firefighting foam. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. we had uh, we had to move those around. I've uh, I've driven two simulators. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Shane and Chad always give me hard times. I, yep. I, they say I can't drive a truck, but yep. I, can, I can according to the simulator. Right, you passed. I, oh well, no, I hit a deer. <laughs> they they threw the deer out in front of me. Yeah, so so I was a firefighter for uh, seven or eight years, and then I, I left there and started working at Kinder Morgan as a uh, at a pipeline facility, or excuse me, at a terminal, a tank terminal here in the Houston area. I was there for five years, and then in 2016, I came out to Enterprise. And so when I first got to Enterprise, I worked downtown. I ran the uh, e-certs and, and incident investigation program for yeah. on the product side. Yeah. And then I had opportunity to go out to Mount Bellevue. So I spent, I think, three years out in Mount Bellevue. I was at the uh, – I had the frack units. Um, so I was there when we built frack uh, 10, 11 – Okay. And then the Hydro Treater, uh, the IB2. And then after that, I moved out to Morgan's Point. And I was uh, at Morgan's Point for about a year. Yeah. And then uh, this opportunity pre- presented itself. And, and Did, now I'm Do here. you know um, Waylon Whitaker at Frack 4? Yes. He's what? Yeah. Yes. He's a big Jeep guy. That's how I know. Oh, yeah. 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 He's a good dude. Yeah. He's yeah. a good dude. They got most of those guys out there are pretty good mm-hmm. guys. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There there are a few that don't like truck drivers. I I don't know. <laughs> Maybe their wife ran off of the t- truck driver. Who knows? Um, Patrick, you, you've been here for how many months now? Have you been with us in trucking? So I got here in August. So what is that? Four months? Yeah. Five months? Okay, yeah. Yep. August, September, October, November, December. Yeah, five, six months. Yep. So, yeah, and, and already made uh, made some impacts that uh, I certainly appreciate uh, from my perspective. And 
you know, the everyday guy or every week, guys, we have standing meeting. And this this was not my brainchild, but it was a good idea. Um, we have got policies on top of policies, right? Everybody knows that. Y'all know what the safety management system is. The SMS is our safety policy. And uh, we've been going through that. We've been going through our blue book policies, which you may be familiar with. And every week on Wednesday, um, we're reviewing those and making updates uh, to get that stuff a little more organized. Um, it's out there on the portal. Um, and we talked uh, a couple of weeks ago. This is something, and I haven't been on a podcast since we discussed this. Does everybody know where our policies are? They're on the, the web portal. And you can access those through your tablets. Um, I've, I've checked it out. It, it works. Um, and I can get on it with my iPad. I know you guys can get on it too, but we're not here to talk about all the policies. Well, there is one. Cardinal rules. Cardinal rules of trucking. Um, so that's the one that we're going we're gonna to focus on in, in, uh, here in just a few minutes. And I've got uh, um, Patrick in here to, to talk through what it is and, and kind of the details. Um, we'll get into, get into that in just a minute. Um, but I had, I did have a few questions I thought listeners might want to know. So since you've been here in trucking, I know I, so January 5th was my ninth anniversary to be at enterprise. It doesn't seem like nine years, but, um, enterprise years are pretty fast. Mm -hmm. Um, nine years. And when I got here, there was so much that it was just eye opening, um, the, the operation, how extensive it is. Has, have you had any of those moments? I didn't, I did not realize how public the trucking division is. Yeah. I, we interact with the public so much, you know, with the, uh, the third parties and, and that yeah. sort of thing. I had no idea. Yeah. I, you know, I, I kind of knew of, of trucking, you know, and how, yeah, they drive on their other professional drivers, but there's a lot of interaction Oh yeah, yeah. You see the blue and white trucks and don't think anything of it. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. Yep. No, that's that's pretty cool. Well, we're happy. We're happy you're on the team. We look forward to seeing how you can continue to improve upon what Jimmy started. And Jimmy, wish him the best of luck. He did a fantastic job. Let's talk cardinal rules. All right. Tell us about what they are. So, so cardinal rules. It's an effort to focus our efforts. And, and be more efficient um, in protecting our employees, the environment, our assets, that sort of thing. And so over the years, through incidents and lessons learned and that sort of thing, we've identified some areas where we, we want to focus and improve our uh, performance, right? Sure. And so we've come up with those categories. We, there's five categories we've come up with where we feel like if we if we focus on in these areas we'll have a an instant impact uh on our performance on our safety performance and the first one is, is vehicle safety you know it kind of goes goes without saying you know we drive vehicles that's what we do right we're <laughs> truck drivers that's kind of the core of our business yeah yeah, yeah. imagine that imagine being good at uh, driving driving vehicles so um that that's one of the areas you know the, the first area we we have to focus on um to protect our people. And that another uh, another topic or another area is product stewardship. Right? We want to keep the product in the pipes, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, we want to keep it in the tanks. So 
Last year, guess how many different types of products we hauled last year in 2023? Oh, man. How many different types of products? Yep. Well, they were all liquid, so <laughs> <Right>. one. <laughs> no, let's, golly. I'll just throw a number out. 42. 70. Oh, we okay. Ha- we hauled over 70 different types of products last year. Wow. Right, and so those are, there's. That so seems many. like a, that seems like something I should know. <laughs> well, <laughs> you're only the VP, whatever. <laughs> that like, there, there's so many different hazards associated with different products, right? We have to stay on top of those. We have to. Be aware of those, you know, uh, gases act different than, than liquids, right? You know, propane's different than crude. There, there are certain things uh, that we gotta got to watch out for. And so product stewardship, we have to take care of the product that we're hauling, right? That's an area we need to focus. Sure, yeah. Um, equipment maintenance, that's our next area. So we're, we're aware of pedal. Right, uh, pedal was a uh, was a, a fire last year that we had where we had two folks uh, get burned. Yeah, and re- remind me after we go through this, and I'll give a little quick little update on on those folks. Oh, good, good. Yeah. Um, so equipment maintenance the the, the very first um, bullet point on our cardinal rules for equipment maintenance is making sure that the equipment we're working on is LEL free. Right, we have to eliminate. Flammable atmospheres. What does LEL stand for? Lower explosive limit. Okay. Apologize. So, so LEL free means we've eliminated all the product from a container, right? Sure. Or we we've cleaned out the tank, so there's no more flammable product inside the tank, right? So, okay, yeah, we we eliminate the fuel. Yeah, right. And then the the next one is energy control, right? We have to protect our employees from each other, right? And that's what energy control does. Uh, when a mechanic is working on a, on a truck, we have the, the, the steering wheel covers. We put it on there saying, Hey, this, uh, this truck is under a uh, lockout tag out. Yeah. This mechanic is working on this truck. He may be under it, you know, working on the brakes and the driver can't see him. And we, were you here when we had the incident down in Corpus and I actually got on the podcast and yeah, you know, that's I, scary. Yeah. I threw something out. We had a mechanic that, that was, he had the truck properly, um, locked out with the steering wheel cover and we had a gentleman come in and get in the truck and, um, just a, a series of, of missteps and, and, uh, just oversight mm-hmm. and took off and our mechanic went for a ride. Yeah, man. I, I, I told him when, uh, my first time down in Corpus, I told him, I was like, Hey, you showed great control. Yeah, I after, did too. <laughs> after getting out from under that trailer, so yeah, good that, job. That, that's a big dude. Yeah, he what, is. what is his name? Um, I just saw his name the other day. I can't. I apologize if you're listening. I can't remember. Yep. Um, but uh, no, I I went down there and I shook his hand. I was like, my goodness, you're a big dude. Yeah, yeah, he's a big boy. <laughs> yep, PPE. You know, PPE is everywhere. We're in. in we're we are in an industry where we have to wear PPE to do our job. We shouldn't depend on PPE to protect us, but it needs to be there whenever uh, accidents happen, right? And then the last one is, is H2S safety. So H2S is a bad dude. Yeah, we, is. Have to, we have to protect our employees from H2S. From, uh, I saw a uh, statistic from the Bureau of Labor Statistics um, yesterday. It was from 2011 to 2017, 46 workers lost their lives um, from H2S exposure. Yeah. That's a lot, right? I, I tell you what, it's that, that's what you just can't, 
um, you can't reiterate it enough how dangerous that stuff is. And uh, we really need to treat that with um, just just you really got to watch yourself when you're dealing around um, H2S. I, every time we talk about H2S, uh, I think about the uh, there, there was a lease um, in West Texas. I can't the J.M. White, I believe is what it was called. And this Chad Woods was uh, still the area manager out in West Texas at the time. I had just um, recently moved uh, from uh, the maintenance director to operations. So I was the operations director at the time. Chad called me and said, Casey, I can't even get out of the truck because as soon as I open the door, my alarm goes off. And they managed to uh, to pack up and assess the lease at, I think it was over 300,000 parts per oh, day. Oh, wow. And I said, well, Chad, if it's that high, there ought to be you know dead animal." He said, Casey's place is chock full of dead birds and animals oh, every, geez. everywhere. Wow. It was nasty. Mm-hmm. So that, uh, for reference, right, the ideal H for for H2S, the immediately dangerous life and health, right? That's what OSHA says. Hey, don't expose yourself over this uh, quantity of H2S. It's 100 parts per million. Yeah. So that's yeah. very low, right? Yeah. That's, that's was that one one thousandth of a uh, of a percent, right? It's very low. Yeah. Yeah. And and what I, what I find fascinating is um, I have a, a presentation that we've gone over a number of times that basically has rings of, you know, if it's, if it's uh, this concentration, here is the, the, the radius uh, in which is a, a very dangerous zone. Mm-hmm. And, it, I mean, it can get to city blocks. Oh, yeah, the dispersion models. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so that's what we need to be cognizant of, and that's why we ask you guys, hey, keep this stuff away from, uh, away from schools, churches, populated areas. That's right. And so, and we've done a good job. Yeah. You know, we have three three procedures on how to handle H2S, right? Yeah. And, that, and that's where these uh, bullet points come from. You know, the buddy system is super important. Um, you have to have somebody watching out for you whenever you're working in a high H2S concentration area. Yeah. Right? You got to have somebody out there to watch your back. Um, another one is wearing your, your monitor, right? We all have the... The little chirpers that we wear on our on our lapels. Yeah, it's important to keep those in working order, right? That they'll save your life. So yeah. no, absolutely. Yep. So very and, good. And then we also do the uh, the lease colors, right? The lease mm-hmm. ratings, right? And that's that's a that's a uh, that's a good program we have to because you don't want to you don't want to wear PPE when you don't have to, right? So we go out, we assess the leases, and and um, whenever it's appropriate to wear PPE or have the buddy system, we do that. And when a lease, although a lease may be um, without H2S, when we first take on that lease, um, do you know what the classification is? Yeah, so it's it's guilty until proven otherwise, right? That's, so that's right. it's yeah. red until proven otherwise. Yep, that's yep. right, yep. Yeah, so that's, uh, that's in a nutshell, guys, that's the – Cardinal rules of trucking. This is just like a uh, introduction, a primer, yeah, if you will. We just uh, sat down and had a meeting with uh, the leadership out in West Texas and rolled this out, and uh, it will go live when February nineteenth. February nineteenth is the day. Yep. Uh, so, so we've got up until then to get everybody 
uh, spun up on it and familiar with what it is. That's right. That's right. We'll get some posters out there, you know, hang them on the walls. We've got some notebooks coming, um, you know, some, some swag that's easily accessible, you know, to, uh, to roll this out. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. Little note cards and the posters and everything will be good. Um, there's nothing in here that's new. No, we didn't. Everything. Yeah. We didn't create any procedure. We didn't create a new policy. We didn't change anything. So we simply guys, we simply identified those things that we feel are critical to the safety of our operation and our business. And we put them in, you know, we were talking about this earlier. I called it cliff notes. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's just the cliff notes version um, in a really pretty good looking document. So um, I appreciate you putting this together, Um, Patrick. This, it really does. It's a very professional, uh, professionally done uh, thing. And and, um, guys, you'll, you'll see several different things on the cardinal rules of uh, trucking, we're going to roll uh, roll out a motive message that kind of highlights um, what they are, and we may even focus on one uh, category. Again, we have five: vehicle safety to summarize, vehicle safety, product stewardship, equipment maintenance, um, PPE, and H two S. Those are the five categories, and with each, within each of those categories, we've got several bullet points. Uh, that uh, identify uh, the critical items within the category. Um, so you'll see more of that, more more to come for sure. We really just wanted to get on here, and I wanted to formally introduce and welcome Patrick to the team. Thank you. Um, and this is a good opportunity to uh, to introduce y'all uh, with the trucking cardinal, the cardinal rules of trucking. So there we go. It's done. They All come right. right out of the blue book. So. A um, couple of couple of things that um, we talked about the incident in Pedal, and um, I, I did uh, manage to get out uh, to most um, areas during the holidays as as our terminals um, held their uh, Christmas parties, dinners, things like that. Um, and I got to see I, I didn't get to see Harold. I did get to see Jeff. Jeff, if you're listening, man, we're we're ready for you to come back to work. We're ready for Harold to come back to work too. Um, Jeff, uh, doing great. Um, he in fact, I heard that he likes peppermint, so I, I brought him about eight pounds of peppermint candy <laughs> at the Christmas party. I saw him, and I know he's he's probably chomping at the bit. He's he's like me. He doesn't like to be cooped up in the house. Yep. Uh, so he's doing really well. Um, we'll, we'll be uh, able to work uh, very soon. That's good. Um, Harold Harold is at home, um, doing well. Um, still uh, getting a lot of care. Uh, still has a long road to go, but man, spirits are up, and uh, he's he's doing about as well as as can be. So That's good. We, we look forward and, and prayers go out to he and his family uh, for that. Hey, earlier I mentioned um, the snowpocalypse. The, the freeze. And, um, you know, when we have stuff like that, you really see uh, good stuff come out of the team. Um, and folks pull together. Uh, they're committed. Um, and, and they just, man, they work so hard to make things happen. Uh, you guys did a phenomenal job. I know I'm anxious to see what the load counts were. I think they were pretty high, uh, even though we had a number of folks that couldn't get on the road. Uh, for whatever reason, had issues with their homes that had to get uh, have that taken care of. And as a reminder, guys, if you do have uh, issues with your home that were a result of uh, of um, 
the winter storm, things like that. Uh, the Enterprise Relief Fund is available. Uh, it's out there, um, and I've seen it work. It's not hard. If you have questions about it, speak with your supervisor or your terminal manager, and uh, we could run it up the flagpole and see if you qualify for some of those, uh, some of that money to help uh, offset repair costs. So back to making things happen, there are some folks that uh, here in the office that I, I observed, uh, and I just wanted to give a little shout out to. So uh, Chad Van Allen and Brandy Ormsby uh, lead our dispatch team and the admin logistics group, which is the call center and uh, ticketing, billing, all that stuff, the schedulers. Um, and they really got in front of dispatch. Um, and they, they asked uh, our dispatchers, hey, look, they anticipated maybe not being able to get back to work the next day and said, hey, why don't you guys bring a, he called it a go bag, uh, just a little bag packed with some overnight things. And we put them up in, uh, in the Hyatt Regency across the way, which to me, I, that sounds like a pretty slick deal. <laughs> I, if y'all haven't seen the Hyatt, it's really nice. And it's literally right across the street. But Mike Daly, um, he stayed downtown. Uh, he was working days. Uh, James Willison, um, James, uh, he's working days as well. Uh, he stayed in the hotel. Um, Stephen, um, oh man, Stephen, I apologize if you're listening. I'm going to butcher your last name. I can't even pronounce it. Starts with the A. Stephen A. You know who you are. Um, he uh, he managed to uh, to make it back to the house. Um, Let's see, Ethan Hernandez. He stayed across the street at the um, at the uh, at the Hyatt. Uh, let's see, Nicole Nydeek, Jeff. Jeff uh, was he working? No, he was working days. Ethan and Nicole were working um, nights. Uh, they ended up getting a, a little bit of shut eye over at the at the uh, Hyatt. And Nico, um, he. Uh, I guess he lives within walking distance of downtown. That's that's an easy nice. commute. So yeah, so he either either walked or rode his bicycle to, to <laughs> his place. So, but all all these guys, man, they worked hard, and um, we we couldn't have made it uh, through uh, uh, through that winter weather without uh, dedication like that. So for all those guys, thank you very much. Really, really appreciate the hard work. And. Let's see. Before we go, I've got one more thing. Um, we had, and this is something that that Patrick was this. This was not your first ICOMP committee, was it? No. Okay. So second. Second. Yes. Second. Yeah. Second. Yeah. Yeah. So we just did the ICOMP committee. That's when we go through um, all the incidents, accidents, spills, things like that. Um, and there, there is. I don't know if y'all know this, but there is a panel. Um, that uh, sits uh, to, to look at all these. And um, we, we're making some changes. So as you know, we've had three metrics uh, for ICOMP. One of those metrics has been um, the um, administration. So as you know, you had to maintain 95% accuracy uh, with ticketing and manifests. Uh, in order uh, to, to keep that portion of ICOMP, which for the most part, everybody did. And over the past, uh, I guess the past year, with not only some of the um, technology improvements, 
Um, but just the hard work of you guys out in the field and, and paying attention and keeping your head in the game, um, that really, we never have errors. I mean, the errors are so far and few between that we decided to get rid of that metric. Now, ho- hopefully the error rate won't pick up because we got rid of it. But effective this quarter, um, there will only be two um, metrics, and those are safety and operational um, incidents or accidents. Uh, that's the first uh, area, and that's 50%. I'll just read what it includes. This includes, but not limited to, the following spills to the ground, incidents or at-fault accidents on or off-road, safety violations, failure to properly wear PPE, failure to secure vehicle during the loading or unloading process, and policy violations, et cetera. The second category is compliance, and that's the second 50%. That includes, but not limited to, critical DOT violations, i.e. log violations, failure to maintain all required credentials uh, for which the driver is responsible, annual review or at-fault traffic violations, um, and you can refer to uh, the Blue Book Policy 1.005 Appendix A, uh, for compliance points, that's uh, that's in the, the disciplinary policy. Um, that's the second fifty percent. So um, we have made that change. I really just wanted to make everyone aware. No longer will there be three metrics. Uh, we've whittled that down to two. So there you have it. Really, that admin portion, that that category, really just lost its uh, utility. Mm-hmm. Uh, because everybody is doing so well, so so on the on the credentials, those are like your your commercial driver's license, right? Exactly, your medical certificate. Yep, yep. And uh, it's those things that are under the control of of the driver, because there are some things that uh, that that we um, have eyes on up here mm-hmm. uh, at specifically Ashland. I need to have Ashland on one of these. Yeah, she can talk about what she does. Um, and you, you guys, you list, those listening, you, I'm sure you know who Ashlyn is. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's just those that the drivers are responsible for. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. So that's, uh, that's the latest change, I'm sure. Let me check my notes. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. Do you have you have any parting words of wisdom? We've been on here for right at thirty minutes. It goes quick. It does. It? Yeah, thirty minutes. Huh? Now it's a lot of fun. I, and I think, I mean, guys, y- y'all y'all tell me y'all know the email. It's the hammerlane at eprod.com. If you have any comments, feedback, want to want to tell me how awful I sound on uh, on air, <laughs> that's fine too. Um, let me know how you feel. Any parting words of wisdom, Patrick? That- if you see something, say something. We won't know if we don't know. So uh, that and go Texans. Oh, brother. <laughs> <laughs> we got the Ravens this weekend. Yeah, it's a tall order. I'm not a big fan, but whatever. That's fine. All right, guys, be safe. Um, I appreciate uh, everything you do every single day and uh, look forward to getting out in the field. And I'm going to try and do some ride-alongs uh, at some point. If you'd like me to come ride along, send me an email at thehammerlane at eprod.com. So, Casey, I'd like you to come ride along. Or you can let me know, heck, no, I don't want you in my truck. <laughs> in which case, I'm, I may just track you down and ride with you anyway. 
But uh, keep it on the keep it on the road, guys, and I will see you in the hammer lane. Thanks, guys. This has been a podcast for you, our favorite employee. Stay tuned for more podcasts from Casey and the team. If you would like to submit a question, remember to email them to thehammerlane at eprod.com. Again, that's thehammerlane at eprod.com. Thanks for listening. Stay safe. And remember, do the best you can every day. Oh,